water, whoosh, earth, boom, whoosh, fire, whoosh, air, whoosh. Everything changed when Digging Deeper attacked. Hi, welcome back to Digging Deeper. My name is Alexis. I'm Blair. And I'm Jude. And today we have a very exciting episode for you and we're starting out April in a nice, happy, cheery, fun way and that is with Avatar. Yes! Yay! The most. But I think that we do owe you guys a little explanation of where we've been because we haven't uploaded in a while. <laughs> a while. It's been a hot second. <laughs> and I'll take the blame for the first one. My family ended up being um, contracted with COVID, or contracting COVID. And after that, I had ended up having to isolate for a while before the time came to go back to college. And by the time it was college, we ended up having to get up here, isolate for a little bit since we moved and not when we're around more college people. And then we started dealing with midterms. <laughs> good times. And so it has been a, pr- a pretty good lengthy amount of work that we've had to do just to get back on to filming. But I'm glad that we're here. We decided to wait till we had a new month to get started. I think we've, I think we've chosen a good month. I think, I we, think it's yeah, we've I chosen think it's an good. amazing month. I, I think, think Avatar April just rolls off the tongue. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's, it's a, the best of both worlds, honestly. <laughs> good alliteration. But mm-hmm. I think you should tell us what you've been up to. What I've been up to is basically just a lot of school really just been trying to catch up with everything luckily our spring break is coming up so that's what i'm i'm so looking forward to it just sleep and catching up on work assignments like everything i'm just waiting for spring break but yeah that's what i've been mostly doing it's just a bunch of homework understandable (laughs) well for me uh a lot like what you guys been doing so schoolwork has been absolutely hectic because i have a lot more classes this semester than last so um, it's been quite a process doing all that, <laughs> but thankfully we do have spring break coming up, so I can finally get a break, which is nice, because I definitely need it. <laughs> I'm very excited for my for like a comfy bed too, because this dorm bed, she she's a, a little like sand. <laughs> I think another fun thing to point out is that we're recording today, yes, ladies. We, are. we have started the small process of filming our podcast now and we're gonna work on getting that available we're looking at tiktok and maybe youtube just figuring it all out as you can see if you're watching us we're here how you doing hi Hi. (laughs) we all have matched outfits for this occasion i am oppa i have an amazing oppa onesie we love him. We yes, love we it. <laughs> I had a blue shirt, so I am representing Katara. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I had a green shirt, so I'm representing Toph. And I even have the little headband. Yeah. So, See? you know, See? trying to represent. And I even got a little rock necklace. Ooh. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. another exciting thing in news, which I, I would say goes into the podcast, yeah. but... We will soon have all an apartment together. Oh, yes. And then we will be forced to do the podcast <laughs> on time every week because we can't get away from each other at that point. Very and true. that's pretty exciting. Yeah, yes. we'll have our own, maybe, maybe have a little space set up mm-hmm. just for the podcast so that we can all figure it out. But right now we're on Jude's bed. Yeah. It's, <laughs> that's very fun. Yeah. It's fun and time. fresh. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> we're doing our best, but mm-hmm. new things 
things are coming. We are trying our best. We are doing what we can at the moment, especially with everybody going through a bunch of different things in our own lives. And mm-hmm. COVID is not gone. May we point out COVID is not gone. But we have all tested negative. Some of us have started getting vaccines. And we are typically around each other anyway. Yeah. So we're, <laughs> yeah. we're okay with not having our mask on together. Yeah. <laughs> also, I live with Blair, so yeah. <laughs> already dormates, yeah. so there we go. And they live together, so it's okay. <laughs> but other than that, I think it's okay if we go ahead and start getting into the episode. Yes, yes. ma'am. All right. Let's get into this episode. What do you got for us, Alexis? All right. What I had decided to do was I wanted to look into Avatar, but more in a way of an outsider's point of view as to why should I watch it and why did it become popular not to the point that I've watched it because I had watched it originally whenever I was younger and it first started coming out so me and my dad would watch like the new episodes whenever they came out things like that and at that point it was really cool because all these people had powers and Mm -hmm. I had like a little romance and all this and that going on Mm -hmm. which is incredible it's an incredible show but then re-watching it I realized why is this as popular as it is it's the same thing with other shows getting popular like The Office for example (laughs) I had watched it a few years ago before it became popular and at the time I thought it was hilarious I was like ah there's no wonder but I realized why this show wasn't as popular and suddenly it blew up so why did Avatar go the same way Mm -hmm. um actually what I want to point out um for some people they don't know what Avatar is so Avatar is a Nickelodeon uh anime based off of this one kid who has <laughs> one kid, yeah, he's, well, this he's one child, yeah, who's, he's twelve, kind of one hundred and twelve. We don't really know. <laughs> I mean, do, okay, do we actually count him as one hundred and twelve when he was frozen in time? Fair enough, fair enough. So it's so he's weird. 12, he's a twelve-year-old yeah. kid, mm-hmm. and he runs away from his home, mm-hmm. and he because he found out he was the Avatar, and the Avatar means that you are able to bend all four elements, which is. Um, <laughs> Fire, the motions, water, earth, and air. So that is what this show is based off of, and it's absolutely incredible. One of my favorites. Yes, ma'am. Should we say a spoiler alert? Or I would, I yeah, like, yeah, I, I would say spoiler alert for this mm-hmm. next month in general. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Well, just in case we reference, mm-hmm. I know I'll probably end up I, referencing. Yeah. I know a few whenever scenes. it's my episode, I will definitely be referencing things. Yes. So I, I think it's just. Just easier to say. If you haven't watched the show and you don't care about it, keep watching. <laughs> if you haven't watched the show and you're going to and you don't want to spoil, mm. maybe watch the show first. But <laughs> Definitely watch the show. Everyone yes. should watch Avatar. It's so great. It is. It really Why is. do you consider it as great as you do? I want one answer from each of you to start this episode. Okay. I consider it great because it brings in so many different aspects into one thing. Like... There's obviously a bunch of shows where they're like, oh, these are different things. We're all different. We're, there's war and famine and fights and fighting going on. But I just really like the part where they're all different aspects of what you would see around the world. Like, yeah. the water tribe is in Antarctica, and then you have, like, the whole Earth Kingdom, and they all have differences based on their cultures, based on what they do, based on their elements. They're even all different based on the colors that they all are, which I just think is, that's what drew me in, was just the lore of it. Yeah. Was how deep they went, and how deep the creators went in making each one unique. And even like how they made all the fighting styles, they were each different, and they're from real world places. I yeah. just think that's so cool. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, for for me, I like it for a whole bunch of different reasons. But um, I'm kind of adding on to what you said is that the creators put so much thought into this show. Like even though mm-hmm. it was supposed to be meant for like you know kids watching on Nickelodeon, but it it's meant for really all ages because of how much thought they put into it. How how they use like actual real world world elements into it, mm-hmm. and it's just absolutely insane how they were able to do that and create such a huge fan base just for this show. Yeah, yeah. And those are definitely reasons I go into what I had researched because the how you said the basis on different eras and different things. Uh, you can clearly see that the water tribe was supposed to be like Inuit. Mm-hmm. tribes or you can do um earth kingdom was china and then fire was japan and these are all different elements that are coming into this huge basis of we can relate to that because at some point or another through our growing up we see a different culture as somebody completely different mm-hmm. if i was thrown into japan today i wouldn't know what i was doing it's the same as if someone was thrown into america that wasn't here but at, at the end of the day we're all fighting in some way but i liked how this took war and made it this is a children's point of view where they mm-hmm. were they were young and they didn't understand what was going on but they fought back in a way i thought that was really neat mm-hmm. and that was my reason for liking it as a child but i'll go ahead and go over some overviews of why it became as popular as it did and to start out, I do want to mention the idea of this is a children's TV show. This is this was made for kids, but I will say something that's very unique about it is it doesn't treat it like a child's show. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's uh, a new yeah. popular show for kids? It's uh, the ones with the dogs. The ones with the dogs. The, that, like, they have the... Paw Patrol? Paw, Paw Patrol. Patrol. Yeah, right. that's Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. That's, that's a very popular... I was like, My Little Pony. That's a pony, not a dog. But Paw Patrol is a very popular show at this moment for mm-hmm. children. But I wouldn't say a lot of adults sit down and enjoy it. Well, except for Blair. <laughs> okay, a few They're adults so sit down cute. and enjoy it. Okay, leave me alone. A few I'm, adults. I'm barely an adult. I'm not counting myself as an adult. Okay, fair enough. But overall, I wouldn't consider it a show that is for all ages. Yeah. yeah. I really, would consider it. I feel like Avatar is kind of for all ages. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. because of everything that goes into it. And it also kind of deals with the idea of them dealing with adult problems. It's this 12-year-old, or I think he, at the time of the fight, was 13 or 14. Mm. Uh, he, I think he grew a year. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, it was over, what, two years? I, I think it was thinking. over two years. So, mm. 13, 14, yeah. somewhere around there. Yeah. And he he had this big adult responsibility, and I always mm. liked that because there wasn't this huge childish era about it. There mm-hmm. wasn't this whole mm-hmm. thing that you can compare to Paw Patrol, but it's not adulty in the way of Game of Thrones where they're dealing with only adult things with a few humor. It's not mm-hmm. the same. Yeah. I really like how they did that. Yeah, well, with such a serious like plot, like they're sitting here trying to fight this 100-year war, and but they're still children at heart, so they they have this like lightful energy to it, even mm-hmm. with us mm-hmm. with the severity of the um, plot. Like it's, it's just it's so great. And honestly, sometimes you need that. I know I got into it because Jude mm-hmm. and Alexis introduced me to it right when we got to college. That's when COVID and everything was happening, and we were inside, we were isolating. You just like it was just kind of sad, and you weren't really in the best mm-hmm. mindset, but watching avatar like made me laugh like the number one thing is like Sokka with the cactus juice like you just look for little points and it makes your day so much better Mm -hmm. that it's okay that it's a little childish yeah and i i agree 100 percent. that's why i think it connects to adults and children because it doesn't have this childish viewpoint of 
ah, it's just all these little funny jokes that only kids would get. No, there is a serious thing going behind it, Mm -hmm. as well as a few, I would say, more teenish adult jokes in there. Not anything bad, but just a few jokes that you could, like the cactus juice could be like, you could compare it to alcohol. It's honestly, (laughs) it's just little things that you can just see what it could mean, Mm -hmm. I would say, more than anything. The next thing that I wanted to point out is that there's an extreme amount of character development. Oh my god, yes. And I think Zuko. Zuko. (laughs) I think that's a very, very good way of connecting to a character and sticking with them. For me, whenever I first was introduced to the show, I remember Sokka, and Mm. I don't have a brother, so I couldn't relate him to a brother. So in a way, he just kind of annoyed me. I I didn't really like him. That's exactly what a brother's like. Yeah. 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 Honestly. Honestly. (laughs) But. I, I always hated Sokka at the beginning because he came off as very sexist. He came off as, mm-hmm. I'm superior because yada, yada, yada. He, he came off as this idea of, I am better than you. I am a narcissistic person. And I never liked that much. Mm-hmm. But through character development and he met Suki and all these other people who brought him down a level. And now he's a strategist. He knows what his plans are. And he respects people for what they're bringing to the table, not what he thinks they're bringing to yeah. the table. Honestly, what what's so great about the character development is how how they do it, and they make the characters so relatable. Like yes. they really do. Cause like take Zuko for instance. Like he comes from a from a home that you know wasn't very stable, and a lot of people today can relate to something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And how he started off just wanting to impress his father, wanting to return home and restore his honor. Um, like <laughs> a lot of people, all they do is just strive to to like get that approvement from their parents mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but over time you see how he develops out of that and how he's like I am becoming my own person yes even with Sokka like yeah. both me and Jude have brothers so it's a real thing where boys like it's pre-puberty or whatever or even during puberty where they're they're learning like there's this still happening but they're learning and i know i did not get along with my brother at all until Mm -hmm. we were older and he learned to chill out and i learned to chill out (laughs) and it's the same way that Sokka and katara start off fighting and they're always bickering and then by the end he's like dude this is my sister like i'm going to protect her and it's so it's real it shows real connection and real human development that You know, many kids don't see nowadays in shows. Yeah, it's yeah. also the development of, like, Aang's character as well, the mm. Avatar. Because, um, like, before he never wanted to take responsibility for anything. Because he was a kid. You know, yeah. when you're a kid, you don't want to take responsibility mm-hmm. um, for your actions. But eventually it's, he does. Mm-hmm. And he, you know. And in the beginning, he was also told, you have to do this, you have to do that. Mm-hmm. And and whenever I was 12 I kept getting told what to do I didn't want to do it it's, mm-hmm. it's normal yeah. and then as he realized hey this is my potential I have to do this in order to save the world kind of thing <laughs> and also I, I do want to kind of point out that yes there is development over the characters which makes it an incredible show alone but their powers as well the mm-hmm. the people who wrote this show went into so much detail as to put down the start of Aang's powers alone. Let's just talk about Aang, because I think that'll be the easiest thing. He knew air, and he was really good at it. However, he wasn't incredible at it. Mm-hmm. And also, he had no clue about... He had a little bit of water, and then the rest of them he didn't know at all. Mm-hmm. Then, you see, he meets these people. Katara knew water. She taught him water. But not only that, she gained in her power as well. And then at the end mm-hmm. of the show, whenever it's the ultimate battle, and I won't get into too much of that, just in case, <laughs> but it's the ultimate battle... 
Aang has an incredible sense in his own power. He is completely mm-hmm. competent in air, fire, earth, water. Everything is completely together, and that is a huge change from the beginning. And oh, I, yeah. I love how they did that. Because mm-hmm. yeah. every time there was a training portion, or it was mentioned that they trained at night kind of thing, you could tell this was serious, this was what they were doing, and you can see the patterns of them picking up the water, dropping it constantly, to being able to form these incredible creatures and bring them to life. If you guys could have any of the Avatar powers, which would you want? Air. Hands down. But Mm -hmm. to be be fair, that's because I'm a musician, so like... (laughs) You know, just think about it. You take, you take like, a, such a deep breath, and then you go and play a flute. Mm-hmm. You're set, man. You are set. Yeah. you know how many times I run out of air, like, in the midst of playing a phrase? Mm-hmm. Literally, I don't know how many times my professor has, like, talked bad about it. He's oh like, just stop. He's like, no. Mm-hmm. Not I think bad, but still. I would want either, like air because I love how Aang does the little balls and he just goes up a, goes up a, a, a wall. Yeah. I think I'd be like Spider-Man. I'd be like, okay, bye. Zoink. Well, there's also so many things you can do with air. Yeah. So many things. Yeah. That, or it would be really fun to do fire and just like scare people by being like, hey, you need a light? Zoink. <laughs> Guess what? Zoink. I, whenever I originally watched the show, I wanted water because of the episode where she learns to control people by blood. That was that was my absolute favorite as to water, but because people know my majors on this, and because people know me, I'm gonna say water because of healing. Uh huh. We love I want, when I want to heal. That's why we love that. <laughs> yeah. like, if Alexis was water, I'd never cross her because I know she'd be like, you know what, blood bending. Yeah. Well, I thought it was so neat. Yeah. Well, when I first started watching the show, I also wanted to be a waterbender because mm-hmm. um, I just thought it was cool and I, I always liked Sokka and like Katara's dynamics I'm like I want to be a waterbender and then as I became a musician like air no doubt mm-hmm. but I actually took like a, one of them like tests because like your personality kind of like tells you what or like what kind of bender you are yeah and I am an earthbender according to those tests like every <laughs> single test I've taken they always say earth mm-hmm. always right. which you know I don't. I don't mind being compared to Toph Bay Fong. Hey, do not you be mind. rich and you be the most powerful air, like earthbender. Literally, so amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I looked at that thing where they compared the hands. Yeah. And they're like, if you have long fingers, then you would be an air or water. Guess what mine was? Yours was earth. Tiny little feet. My little tiny little hands. I think yours would be fire because you're you're right in the middle. I don't know that or earth, but. No, she's not earth. She's either um, water or fire. Yeah, I would take fire. I'd take any of them. Mine was air or water. I think yours was air, if I remember. Yeah, probably. It's been a while. The longest one is air, I think. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, probably. Okay. I had never taken the quizzes, so thank you for letting me know. (laughs) (laughs) And the more you know. (laughs) I also kind of wanted to mention the animation details in the show itself are beyond its time. Absolutely impeccable. Chef's kiss. Everything they did was incredibly detailed. It went through periods of extreme color to even the darker episodes Mm -hmm. having as much detail as bugs crawling up a wall. You don't think about it, but whenever you you see it, it puts you in it. Mm -hmm. And there's that trend now that's like, uh, they're watching something and they're in the show and then they get taken out. That's literally what this is. That's, That's what this show 
represents is you being able to dive into this mm-hmm. completely. Yeah, I don't know if you saw this in your research or not, but I know that um, like the fighting techniques and the styles that they used in the show were actually based off their research for real life uh, different forms of martial arts. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Waterbending in, in particular is actually based off of Tai Chi, nice. which is a Chinese way of, is talking about the flow. So water was considered to be extremely flowy while you talked about air and it was more choppy, but it was, it was a lot more passionate and that was a tie to Buddhism, their, their chill nature. But the, the air itself was very, very, very strong motions. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. That that was just a little, little added thing in there, but Something that I also thought makes it very interesting, and this is tying back to the front mm-hmm. thing that I had talked about, was the cultures in each thing. Yes. I, I think it's important to mention that these are from cultures. It's a tying together of main cultures. And what is considered to be the water tribe is the in- Inuit and Yupik culture, which is can be seen in their clothing, the way they dress. You can see it in the way they act. And the cultures that they say in the show as well. The mm-hmm. whole thing of the matriarch is like this powerful being while the man is a spider and and then that kind of goes into what it is but I had also read up on people who talked about it who are part of the Inuit or the Yupik Yupik cultures Mm -hmm. I want to make sure I was saying yeah Yupik cultures is that there's this huge thing of they love how it was represented because it's not in the same way as what is normally and I'm taking it from somebody named Dan, who you can find on Twitter and under the name of Low Arctic, who is a very prevalent speaker on Avatar The Last Airbender because they feel as though there's this huge connection between the two. Mm-hmm. And I agree from, from what they put out. It, it's very, very similar. But they had talked about how it's finally a way of seeing themselves as not in a way of people who play in igloos all day, mm-hmm. but in a way of... I am this powerful person, and I use my culture to heal, mm-hmm. to help, and to push for a power of we are all together. And I, I really like how they put that. Yeah, it, that's it really was, awesome. Mm-hmm. Amazing. That It's amazing. It's just all that they were able to accomplish and the many, many cultures that they were able to represent, mm-hmm. it's just amazing. It's needed. It's meant to be like this, and it's wonderful that they were able to do it and make such a popular show and have so many people just become enthralled with it. Mm-hmm. It's so great. It really is. And it continues to go into like the dra- geography of these places. Mm-hmm. The the extreme expansiveness of this show's places. I mean, the, the, yeah, there's four tribes and, mm-hmm. and there's four tribes, but there's this extensive place of here's a place, here's a place, there's all these different areas that they travel to and every single one is different but on the maps it connects it beautifully and throughout the show anytime there is a map it's incredible how much detail they put in it and it's yeah. accurate they the creators of this show sat down and made sure they were accurate mm-hmm. and i think that is something incredible that yeah. attention to detail as far as i've created this place now it goes into this map is really cool I in this yes. is very very Part interesting the attention to detail that these creators have put into this show is just insane like mm-hmm. you, it's so hard to comprehend how much how much effort they put into this show 
and continuing on with that, the expansiveness of everything is incredibly cool. But another thing that we can consider is where a lot of things are pulled from. And like I had mentioned, the Water Tribe, I think it's important to mention other ones as well. I had mentioned that Air Nomads were very Buddhism-centered. Mm-hmm. It's very a way of religion and the way that they center themselves is completely spiritual. Oh, yeah, I thought you were going to do something. <laughs> I'm centering myself. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. Ooh. The Fire Nation was dominantly in- predominantly influenced by Japan, Imperial mm-hmm. Japan to be more specific. Yeah. In this time, Japan <laughs> was very interested in taking over places and basically controlling a lot of area. And that was definitely shown in Avatar, I think. Yeah, oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything changed when the Fire Nation attacked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Yeah. And even in the different countries that they visited, everything had propaganda pushing to different sides. Yeah. I thought that was very interesting. Whenever you were in the places that were already overtaken by the Fire Nation, it had uh, long live the king, long live this, or even ideas of the Fire Nation is working with us. The Fire Nation lets us do these things that are incredibly great, and they're such a benevolent leader. But whenever you go to places such as the Air Nation, who was you can't really get to anymore because no one's really fire or airbenders mm-hmm. you see this brokenness this absolute mm-hmm. run down place yeah, i mean they the fire nation literally destroyed the air nom- mm-hmm. nomads like hard no one would left except for ang and then changed everything in their history books being like no they had a militia they attacked us when it yeah, was like they did no, do that that's yeah. not what happened mm-hmm. and that's a very interesting way of putting out this idea of hey what you're doing was wrong mm-hmm. and now that we know that we can see that in a cartoon form that's tying into that older that adult ideas of here's what's happening but i think it's important to note that there are a lot of other ties being brought into it there can be a lot of chinese things seen throughout the fire nation a lot of the clothing war was mm-hmm. very typically chinese and very influenced by that and others can be things of the I the Mat the Mayan and Aztec being brought into the Fire Nation as well can be seen. And whenever you go into the Earth Kingdom, it's very, very Chinese, but you can also bring in a lot of spirituality that can be seen through things like Native Americans being brought in from Earth is what it is and you have to take it as it comes, such as like any kind of natural disaster. Yeah. Well, you also take it as like the spirit world in, um, in that kind of aspect with the Native Americans, but also as well as um, different religious. Like I don't know if Buddhism has that kind of relation with it. Like maybe like the koi fish, how um, yeah, you know, it's mm-hmm. kind of like re- representing balance. I and guess. that's very yin yang. That goes yeah. back to the Chinese aspect as well but in the earth kingdom i think something that's very important to mention is the kiyoshi warriors the kiyoshi warriors i thought was an absolutely perfect to add and that ended up leading into Sokka's development as well meeting Mm -hmm. the kiyoshi warriors and seeing these strong independent people but that was completely initiated through japanese culture the fighting styles the way they dressed everything about them typically like their their makeup their clothing their fighting everything that they did was 
more Japanese than it was Chinese. I, I thought that was pretty cool. As well as the Water Tribe having brought in a lot of things. Like, you, you have brought up the yin and yang. That is seen as both Chinese as well as Native American because it has a center on water. And the beautifulness of nature is your... Nature's your soul. Everything has a soul. You protect it. Kind of I thing. love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's so cute. They, I don't know. It's the way they like intermingle all these different ideas from different cultures is what makes the show so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so aesthetically pleasing too. Just just <laughs> to watch it, everything's yeah. just aesthetically pleasing. Mm-hmm. I really like. It's it. a really fun show, and it like it really does like make you feel good because um, it is like a show for kids I guess Mm -hmm. but it has that lightheartedness but with those serious aspects that makes it a little more mature than normal kid shows Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. and I I think that pretty much sums up of everything I wanted to talk about today and and it shows why we love Avatar and why we have a tie to it but also how it became so popular very recently just like The Office or any other show that becomes very popular for a brief amount of time it's, yeah. It made the same thing. Well, I think what really made it, like, kind of restate its popularity was the fact that Netflix... Uh, oh, yeah, Netflix. got put on out. Netflix. Definitely. Which is what really re-sparked that love for Avatar. Because not everyone was able to watch it, re-watch it as many times <laughs> as they want. But now mm-hmm. they can. So. Any finishing statements? We love Avatar. We stay Best on show Avatar. Ever. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> watch it if you haven't watched it. Yes, please do. And keep up because we have more episodes to come. Yes. I think next is Blair. Do you want to introduce your topic really quickly? Yeah. My topic for next week is going to be about voice acting centering around Avatar and how each character did their own thing and how each actor worked towards getting the character perfect in their voice acting techniques. All right. Mm-hmm. And then we'll see you guys next time. Bye. We'll see you next time when we dig deeper. Yeah, we didn't do any like, good social medias or anything either. I um, do not know why I typed in somebody else's password. One two three zero. I thought it was two one three zero. It is. Battery yeah. exhausted. Yeah, it's not charging. That's what it is. It said battery mm-hmm. exhausted. Thank you everyone for listening and I hope you guys enjoyed Avatar talk as much as we did talking about it. I just wanted to say if you like our content, please give us a rating because that boosts us up and we can talk to more people about the things <laughs> we love to talk about. Also, you can go ahead and check out our social medias on Facebook and Instagram at Digging Deeper. And we're filming now. If you want to see our beautiful faces and see how me and Jude play around while Alexis is talking about serious <laughs> topics, check us out. We're going to be on YouTube at Digging Deeper. And we'll see you next time when we dig, dig deeper. deeper.